All right. Welcome, everyone, back to another episode of the Corporate Global Fantasy Premier League podcast. You're joined by me, Taylor. Me, Evan. And we're so excited to be back together and back talking about um, the Premier League and all things soccer. Um, This is, however, as Evan and I just discussed in our uh, approximately four minute pre episode meeting, uh, this is going to be our first ever future themed podcast. Um, no, <laughs> no talk about the past, only talk about the future. We don't want to talk yeah. about game week 23. We don't want to talk about the standings. We just want to talk about what we're excited for in the future. How does that sound, Evan? Sounds amazing. It is so good to be back. You all have been screaming for a new episode. <laughs> They've been clamoring. <laughs> mostly just mostly Rob. Um, I do appreciate I'm that. sure. It makes I'm me sure all of them. Yeah, I do appreciate that. Like some prodding. Hey, we really like the stuff, you know. It makes me feel good. Thanks for the ego stroke, Rob. Exactly. Um, hopefully this hopefully will fulfill your um will scratch that itch for you. Hopefully yeah. we don't let you down in any way. Yeah, I'm hoping not too, but I think I think we have a lot of things to deliver on. Thank you oh, to man. all of you who um mentioned questions or topics in discord that you wanted us to cover because that is kind of how we're structuring today's episode is around those questions and topics oh yeah Um, but before we do that evan how are you doing i'm great i'm great i'm so excited to um i'm so excited to podcast uh to do this podcast right now leading up to it uh i guess like maybe this weekend knowing that we were gonna podcast i was like man i don't really i feel so out of the loop it's been so long i don't really know what to talk about um but all of a sudden i watch a a decent everton game and rob and spicer and everyone throws some questions together and all of a sudden i got excited again so (laughs) um it it really didn't take much but it's also good to thanks again for sending in those questions i like having a little bit of direction because sometimes we talk about things and I'm like, does anyone care about, you know, Brentford's defense? Like, you know, yeah. So it's good to, it's good that uh, it's more democratic right now. We can uh, give the people what they want and there's no complaining, no complaining after this. (laughs) We bought you what (laughs) we bought you what you wanted. That's right. We got you what you wanted for Christmas. It's not our fault if you open it up and, and it's a little lackluster. You only play with it for about 30 minutes and then go back to your old toys. Yeah, we got you the dragonfly you wanted. Maybe it wasn't the dragonfly you needed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, someone out there who is a little bit older than you, Evan, will probably recognize dragonflies as the hot toy of probably 1990. Are dragonflies those spinny things? Yeah. Yeah, I remember those. Oh, perfect. Awesome. I do remember those. It took me a minute, but wow. Wow, I, I can distinctly remember. remember getting a dragonfly for Christmas one year. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, you rip the thing and it shoots up and it flies. And yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, so um, we are going to go through these questions. So what I'll do is I'll kind of start off with our different topics and we'll kind of back and forth and then move on between them. Um, we're not going to go over, as I mentioned, the uh, league right now because it's been so long it's not super relevant rather we're gonna just be forward focused uh, yeah so, and y'all didn't want us to talk about the table anyway so. yeah exactly 
Although we may we may dip into that a bit when we talk about um, sure. the Wyatt and Robin. Estes oh, yes, situation. yes, yes. Um, so first thing on uh, our list of topics to cover, Evan, is the return of Sala and also Mane and Edward Mendy and all of the players who've been playing in the African Cup of Nations. Um, and I'm not sure exactly what Rob has in mind in terms of what he wants us to talk about, but I have some worries about some of those players in particular Mo Salah um I see you nodding did you want to say something about that I am just agreeing with you there are some worries um but I do want to hear what you have to say first and what those worries are uh well first of all I'll just say I watched the extended highlights of the Senegal Egypt game and just looked miserable I mean I like literally there's not a there's not a less fun team to watch than Egypt. Like they just oh. literally are defensive the whole time. Mosal is just stranded up top and they just like hope he does something which he never does because it's just him and then they go to penalties. So they they played 120 minute games for like their last four games I think. Um which is just unbelievable. Jeez. And yeah. that's that's my worry for Salah is that he's been playing so many minutes. It's not just that he's been gone, but he made it all the way through the tournament and played basically almost as many minutes as he possibly could at that tournament. So I'm a little bit worried about him for this next game week. I actually just um, I just made a move from Salah to Fernandez um, for the next couple of game weeks. Um just because Man United have good fixtures and then Liverpool have a blank game week coming up um, that I wanted to avoid. Um, so that's my main worry about gotcha. Salah is just, is just whether he'll be back playing game week 24 or not um, based on the amount of minutes he's been playing. Yeah, that's very valid. And I think that's probably the probably across the FPL landscape. That is probably one of the biggest, if not the biggest talking point right now Yeah, leading up to this game week is, when do you bring him back in? Because I think I think most people would say, yeah, he's coming back in my team. Or, um, you know, I'm assuming most people got rid of him. Um, and, yeah, I'm with you. I per, On a personal level, I'm not going to bring him back in until, um, until I see him start a game and he looks good. I mean, if I miss out on a goal or two from him, so be it. Um, I have other players. Um, I would rather just wait and see him get the rest that he needs. Hopefully I'm assuming he's going to get, he's going to be rested this next game week. Um, and then, and then go from there. I'm not, I'm not rushing to get him back in. Um, but if you already, if you kept him or you have the funds and you don't really know where else to go and you want to bring him back in, I mean, I don't think it'll hurt you too bad to go ahead and bring him back in because you're going to do it anyway. Um, and then in the future, you can worry about other moves, you know. Um, but, yeah, I do worry about him uh, just with – I mean, this season has been all about, like, fixture congestion. The players are too tired. There's too much that they have to do. And, I mean, he's a fitness monster. He plays every minute of every game, but – um, especially with the Champions League coming up, you just kind of worry um, where his rests are going to come from. And if he doesn't get rested, is he, you know, it just runs the risk of getting hurt. 
and that, and then that puts them out even, you know, longer. So um, rather than just missing a game or a half, then he could be on two, three weeks with a, with a muscle injury. You never know. So like I said, I'm not going to worry about bringing back, bringing him back in at the moment. Um, but as soon as he looks good and he plays a full 90 minutes and, and he's ready to go, then yeah, I'll bring him back in. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree with that. And I think the one that people are really looking out for is game week 26 when Liverpool have a double game week against Norwich yeah. and um, Leeds, I think. Um, yeah. Which is about as good a double game week as you could hope for. So I'm, I think, I know I'm hoping to probably bring him back in for that game week or perhaps free hit that game week if he's, I don't, I don't know. It's it's still up in the yeah. air, but that's one that people have their eye on for him, I think. Yeah, I think that's probably a safe bet to bring him back in at least by game week 26. Because even if he doesn't play both games, he's most likely going to play all of one. Yeah. You know, um, just because with double game weeks, there's probably going to be rotation anyway. So even if he doesn't play uh, 180 minutes both games, he'll at least get a decent amount of time just because they need – they need bodies. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's a good plan. That's probably kind of um, what I'm leaning to as well. Um, sometime around game 20 game week, 26, maybe the week before. I don't know. Uh, well, you don't want to do 25 because I think they have a blank game week. Oh, are they blank in that week? They, oh, okay, they have blanks then, yeah. on 25 and 27. Oh, geez. Yeah. So it makes it kind of tricky. Huh. I've not really been paying attention to that. Um, taking it one game week at a time, baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's a good plan. Game week 26, bring him in. I like uh, it. All right. Next topic. Um, so the next thing that we have to talk about is bets on, and I guess this would be updated bets on who exactly is going to get relegated. Um, which I think we've covered at least briefly here and there, but it's worth updating with all of the different moves that have happened. And, um, the kind of trajectory of some of the teams. I mean, Watford seems like they've gone through three managers since the last time we talked about whether we thought they would be relegated <laughs> or not. Uh, so, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, Evan, who do you think uh, for your money are the teams, the three teams that are going down? Yeah, if this is the official bet, whoever asked this question, I think is, was it Rob? Yeah, I think so. Rob, you can be the one that follows up on this at the end of the season to see if we get this wrong or yeah, right. I think this should be our this official will be, bet. This is a good. This point should be the season. official bet, and it's so tough. It, you couldn't have picked honestly a worse time to do it. Um, at this up until this point of the season, it's been easy, easy yeah. well easier, and then all of a sudden, so much more difficult. Um, and it's very hard to say without watching Newcastle with their new signings. Um, gosh, um, first, and this isn't in, this isn't in any particular order, like last place or anything. I'm just going to pick three. I'm definitely picking Burnley cause I hate them and I want them to go down. I, I'm tired of them. Um, so I think Burnley, although it wouldn't surprise me, it wouldn't surprise me if any of the bottom four teams made it out and escaped, but yeah, um, Burnley, I think we'll go down. God, dude, this is so hard. Um, I'm going to say Burnley and Watford. Burnley, Watford, and 
Norwich. I think Newcastle will stay up. Okay. Yeah. That, I mean, that seems fair to me. I think that. I don't know, man. It's even just saying that. Why did I leave Newcastle? You know, it's like, uh, it's not even like I'm picking Newcastle to stay up. It's I'm just picking the other three to go down. Yeah. But okay. I've already said it. So I got to stick with it. It's Burnley, uh, Burnley, Watford, and Norwich. I mean, Norwich uh, can't stay up, can they? <laughs> I, I don't know. They have Dean Smith. Oh, my God. Okay, I've already said it. I've already said it. I yeah. can't take it back. No take backs. That, those are the rules, Taylor. Once you say it. Totally. Hand, off, it, hand so. off the chess piece. Yep. That's right. Yep. <laughs> uh, so my three, I think it's going to be Norwich, Burnley, and I have a, a sneaking suspicion Brentford might go down. Uh oh! Oh my! Wow, you think you think Watford and Newcastle both escape? I think Watford and Newcastle both escape. Watford's. Ugh, I don't know, man. And just that, so that you I know, mean, Brentford. Brent, don't look Brentford great. is currently above Everton and Leeds right now. I know. So they're at yeah. twenty-three points, and uh, Watford, who is in third or in eighteenth place, is at fifteen points. So there's quite a lot of ground to make up there but totally i just see i see the other teams doing things to try to get out of relegation right and like making moves either whether it's changing managers because watford hired roy hodgson i think since last time we podcasted (laughs) um, or newcastle um uh but I think Brentford's solution to that was bringing Christian Eriksen in, um, who I'm not convinced will even play. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and even yeah. if he does, I have no idea what that's going to be like. Um, yeah. And there's they just absolutely leak goals, and I I'm a little bit worried for them. I think they may not win very yeah. many more games, if any more, the rest of the season. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah. No, I mean, I think that's fair. I think that's a fair. Uh, I think at the beginning of the season, if you said Brentford are, are going down, no one would have batted an eye. Um, you know? Yeah. I mean, they, they got off to a good start, but yeah, they've not been looking good lately. Um, man. I don't know. Yeah. It's <laughs> I, 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 yeah, that is, that is kind of a shock though. I don't know that. I, I just think Watford and Newcastle are just so bad. Yeah, but I mean, Newcastle, you almost can't even say Newcastle are so bad because half of Newcastle is now totally different than the last time we Yeah, I guess that's true. We're going to, we just have to wait and see how, if they're good with these new players. It's like half of them are relegation, are bad enough to be relegated, and half of them we don't know. They may be amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. Anyway, I I think that I tend to think they've done enough to stay up personally. Yeah. And you think Wofford have to? I kind of do. I I always maybe it's just because I like what like watching Watford more because they're like a score goal get scored on or score goals and then get scored on a lot type of team as opposed to like the Burnleys who are do neither really. Um, yeah, I tend to like watching that type of team more, even though I'm not sure statistically they have a better chance of staying up playing that kind of football. But um, yeah. Yeah, but now with uh, Roy Hodgson. Yeah, they have the he's like 
in the kind of big Sam zone of, you know, right. Someone who is very experienced and is experienced in particular at helping teams stay up like crystal palace in the past and things like that. Yeah. I just don't know that they have the personnel to, to lock it down and get a one nil win, you know? Yeah, that's true. Although they have been missing players, you know, they haven't had Ismail Asar recently, um, mm. people like that. So I don't know. Yeah. We'll just have to kind of see how, how they, how they play under him. I just, I don't know. Uh, I will say, I will say, speaking on that, um, I am worried about Dennis now. Um, Cause if, if they've gone with Roy Hodgson, they're going to play more conservatively. Like they want to do everything they can to stay in the league there. I don't think that they're going to play as all out attack as they were. Yeah. Um, so obvious. So all of a sudden Dennis doesn't look like that great of a pick anymore. Yeah. Um, so uh, just real quick, I'm keeping an eye on um, the Norwich guy, uh, Ida. Mm. Uh, I think he's only like four, nine. Um, oh, interesting. So if I have enough players, I could just drop Dennis for Ida um, and put Ida first on my bench or something. Um, just first or second on the bench and then have my other players play, assuming I have enough players to play. Um, so, yeah, I'm thinking about getting rid of Dennis pretty soon. Um, but it yeah. just kind of depends. You never know. Maybe he maybe he is able to continue to to sneak something in. Yeah, I think I'm going to give it one more game week personally. Yeah. Um just to see what happens. Um cuz they've got Yeah, I don't have any got, transfers well, left before this. I don't have any transfers left before this game week starts tomorrow, so But I mean like now or next week would be a decent time oh. to sell him because it's like high yeah. about, probably as high a value as you'll get for him, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sooner rather than later. Um so, I mean, I could I mean, I have a lot of money in the bank. Most of it is because of Sala. Mm. Um, and I'm going to bring him back, so I don't want to spend it. But um, I could maybe even upgrade there. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, there are some options. Like Ollie Watkins would be a fun one. Well, I already have him. So. Oh, nice. I I would be interested. I'm interested in seeing how, like, Veghorst does at Burnley. Yeah. Or Cornet at Burnley. Yeah. Back from the Africa Cup of Nations. Anyway, I mean, there, there are some cheap options out there at forward, I think. Hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, not they're not great by any means, but um they're options. <laughs> yeah. Are you are you planning on bringing in DCL at some point? Uh no. Uh no, god no. Um, really. Yeah, he's had he's been plagued with injuries this season. Um he didn't play against Brentford. Um it does look like he's available for Newcastle. Um but yeah, I'm holding off on him. I don't plan on bringing him in until I see him play at least two games. Okay. If, when he starts a couple games and he looks and he looks good, um, then yeah, maybe I'll bring him in. But I'm he's nowhere on my radar at the moment. Uh, so. Here's here's a, a related question. Sorry yeah. to get off topic. If no, if Arsenal. Uh, put in a bid for DCL this summer for let's say 45 million. Would you be happy with that? Oh no. Really? Absolutely. Absolutely. You not. think he's worth more than that? 60. 
Whoa. Okay. Even with the I mean, it doesn't, it, it doesn't help. You could convince me um, maybe if he continues with this, with these injuries for the rest of the season, then you might convince me. Um, but yeah, I think he's worth, I think he's worth 60 if only because he's English. Right. That's true. Um, they, they're, you know, those prices get bloated. So, yeah. um, yeah, I, I think we could probably get 50 to 60 out of him. Okay. I, I, I mean, think anything, I, I, I think anything less than 50 would probably be, um, a little bit disappointed. Yeah. I mean, if you get offered 50 or 60 and I'm Everton, I'm taking the money and running. I think you've like, I, I think we probably are too, because if you, if you want to progress as a team, you're going to need that cash. And DCL well, is not the kind of player you can like build around, you know? Yeah. 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 The only problem is, do we lose Richarlison this summer as well? And if, if we like lose one before the other, then it's much harder to sell the other one. Yeah. Because that's we true. don't want to lose both in the same summer. Um, I don't know. You know? If, I mean, in my, I mean, that would my... be a lot of money. I just don't, I don't know that I trust our team, our, our management to pick the right. I mean, maybe Frank Lampard would be able to, to bring in somebody. Um, yeah. Maybe he would, you know, he might have some pull there. I, I mean, I, ideally the money's great. Um, and right now, since we have Delhi, we have gray, we have Gordon, like we have some, like, we have some attacking threat up there. If we did sell Richarlison and DCL and bought one really good striker, I don't see any problems with that. Exactly. Um, I don't see any problems with that at all, especially because we have uh, Townsend um, who can come in on the wing. Um, so I don't hate it. Yeah. Um, but we honestly probably need a couple of strikers. Actually, no, 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 no. I take that back. We have some, uh, we only need one striker. <laughs> this is we the have Everton some... pitfall. No, 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 it's not. We only need uh, one striker because we have a backup striker that literally just signed a new contract. And if he doesn't get played, he will be pissed. Like he easily could have gone. He almost walked. Um, like we need to play him. And I think Frank Lampard will. His name hmm. is Lewis Dobbin. Okay. Um, and so I think if Dobbin became like the backup, then um, if we have a reliable striker in there, then. Oh, I'm Evan. Fine. Evan, I just had a revelation. What? Uh, okay, here's how it's going to play out. This is this is my prediction. <laughs> DC, DCL to Arsenal in the summer. Which is a, exciting if you're Arsenal, to be honest. Rich Arlison to, you know, PSG or wherever the heck he wants to go. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe those those two net you a little over 100 million. Yeah. Yeah, you can uh, see that. Here's what you do. Bring in Tammy Abraham back from AS Roma. I would I would love that. I would love that. I oh. I liked him a lot. I liked oh. him a, and and Frank Lampard would probably probably could do that. That's actually what I was that's actually who I was thinking of, but I was really? like, I don't even oh, know. Oh wow. I don't know if Abraham would come here, but with Frank Lampard, I can kind of see it. Yeah. Frank Lampard's actually, the one yeah. who like gave him his chance at Chelsea, basically. I know, but he's at Roma, like but he's playing really he's, well. He's playing really, really well. No, I'm not saying I, no. I'm not saying I wouldn't want him. I would definitely want him. Okay, I would love to have him. Um, that would be so exciting. I I like him a lot. It's just I don't know that he would come to Everton. 
I think he would. I think you. If really he's playing he well at Roma, why would he? Why would he come to Everton? I think playing. I think we're going to end up like fifteenth in the league. Like I think being the starting striker at Roma, who are not going to win Serie A, it's not like you're going there to win trophies. You're like they are kind of in the like, you know, like Spurs. in in like the Spurs or Arsenal position in Serie A right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, and if you have the option of that, or coming back to England and like starting, kind more like like kind of restarting your career as a striker who's playing every single minute of every single game, I think yeah. that's pretty lucrative. Also, also we would be able to afford to pay him a decent amount. I think getting DCL and Richie off our books, you know, we could probably pay him a decent amount. So yeah, I mean, I'm all for it. I would love that. Um, I think that would be super exciting, um, especially, and it would definitely show that, you know, Lampard has a plan. He can bring in players that fit that plan because it worked. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I, I mean, you could say that his best season was when they didn't have all the stars. They had Tammy Abraham, Mason Mount, you know, and they did well. Yeah, they did really well. Um, and I think he's probably learned from that. I think that's one of the things that he's he didn't mention it outright, but I think that's one of the things that he said. Um, you know, he's looked back on some of the things that happened at Chelsea and he's like, you know, I, I know what I would do differently. Hmm. And I think that's probably part of it. Um Yeah. I think where uh, it so all started think, yeah. Where it all started to go wrong was when they brought in Werner and Kai Havertz. It's like yeah, you had a lot of like good um good vibes at that club and then yeah yeah it just kind of got out of control at that point i think you didn't need to bring in that many people i mean one two max yeah. and they would have been fine like yeah i i i, I hope yeah I, I would be all for abraham i'd be so excited if we brought him. so yeah. excited. i love watching him play he is so much yeah. fun to watch yeah he's great he's yeah and, and he, he would fit well with what we're doing so, yeah. wow, I'm now really invested in this flight of fancy. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, as uh, as most uh, uh, Premier League supporters of any club say, but definitely Everton, it's the hope that kills you. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've definitely lived that for the last several summers of transfers. Yeah, so, it's always uh, exciting. We're going to get Zaha and then it never happens. We're going to get this person and it never happens. Or we get the person and it just doesn't work out. So, yeah. Well, uh, this actually leads us nicely into our next topic, which is um, the our predictions for the Everton Newcastle game. Ooh, um, okay. You go first. Uh, so, I just kind of to start off with the prediction itself, I think Everton's going to win 3 2. I think it's going to be a really exciting really close game and that's exactly what my prediction is <laughs> wait really yeah for real everton three two. Oh yep. man love it um yeah, yeah i think i i could be wrong about this but i think yeah. for the next couple of seasons maybe three seasons everton and newcastle will kind of like find their level against one another honestly like with the trajectory mm. both clubs are going in i think as opposed to, you know, the West Ham's or the Villas, um, I think Everton is going to like be at that 
Newcastle level. Newcastle will be at the Everton level as they're both trying to like more or less rebuild. Yeah. Um, and I yeah. think this is going to be kind of the start of a couple of seasons where there'll, there'll be a lot of close games between those two teams. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that them being kind of like our rival in the sense of like, we're both doing the same thing. And yeah, like you said, we're on the same trajectory. So um, yeah, I think that we'll probably take different approaches would be my guess. Or, well, I mean, I don't know. Just based on based on what Newcastle have already done and what we're doing. I don't know. They kind of, they kind of look similar at the moment. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but I think Newcastle, um, didn't they, aren't they hiring Dan Ashworth from Brighton? Oh, are they really? I think so. I don't think, I don't think he's going there. I, I, I heard something about that like a month or two ago. But what I heard was like, there's no see. way he's going there. You would think that he wouldn't. That seems like a big step down. Like Brighton is like, seems like a great place to be. I know, right? Uh, from the Athletic, fifteen hours ago, Dan Ashworth expected to join Newcastle after Whoa. leaving Brighton. Oh, he's already I mean, he's already left Brighton. That's huge for them. Then that's like a great move. Massive. Oh, it's massive. Like that's, that's who we wanted. Like we were when, 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 when everything like came crumbling down, we we're like, well, now that Rafa has gone, we definitely would love to have someone like Graham Potter, but he's not coming here. So maybe we could do the next best thing and get uh, Dan Ashworth, their um, director of football, right? That he's their director of football. I think so. So, yeah, it's like, well, we need that. So maybe we can get him. So people were excited that maybe in the summer that we might consider trying to get him, but mm. well, looks like he's going to Newcastle. So that's wow. very good for them. Yeah, seriously. Assuming their owners aren't like um, Everton's owner and want to control everything regardless of their director of football. Yeah. Assuming they let him do his job. They will be, they will do, they will probably do pretty well. Yeah. Cause to me, that means like sustainable growth, right? Like they're going right. to, they're not just going to buy random flashy players. Yeah. Which is kind of what they kind of did over January. Um, yeah. They, they kind of, they did needed what they had to, to they needed to, in order to, yeah. In order to stay in it, in yeah. order to stay in the league. And then you can kind of scale back and kind of take it season by season and bring in some young talent and, you know, yeah. Yeah. I think what I, what I, the analysis I've read of Newcastle's transfer window has been mostly that they did what they had to do to stop the bleeding of like, and perhaps get out of relegation. Yeah. uh, The relegation zone, but they didn't get the transfers they wanted really because a lot of teams wouldn't sell to them or were asking such high prices. Um, Right. And that, you know, some of the pieces are, yeah, not are less than ideal. Um, but they're kind of just what was available in a way. Yeah. The January transfer market is awful anyway. It's just notoriously bad. You're going to overpay. Um, because uh, everywhere yeah. you shop, most of the time when yeah. you're shopping in January, you're desperate. Oh yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, so, and plus Newcastle with the new ownership too. Now everyone knows they have money. So it's like, yeah, why wouldn't you pay? You've got the money pay up. Yeah. So that's another factor of, 
of that. But yeah, three two to Everton. I'm excited about that. That game hopefully, is going to be hopefully fun. Hopefully, it comes off. Yeah, I know. I, I'm excited I, for some more really cathartic Frank Lampard fist bumps. Yeah. Oh my god, it was. He's so very great. good at that. It was uh, the my favorite moment though. Um, not my favorite goal, but my favorite moment from a uh, like a, on a human level was uh, Yeri Mina scoring a header on a corner, which he, was something that we were almost promised he would do a lot and he hasn't done very much of um so he came on as a sub scored a header and it was great um and then he immediately runs over to frank lampard and hugs him and then you're like wow wow what is happening here everyone's happy this is like not what i'm used to it was very touching very yeah. touching i didn't see that i'm i'm glad to hear that happened i also love yeah. the idea of when you when you you know uh, when you <laughs> pay the transfer fee for Yuri Mina, his agent is like, I will guarantee you this man will score goals from headers <laughs> on the, corners. The, the, well, the crazy thing is, do you remember uh, the last World Cup? Colombia had, oh, yeah. Like, he was the one scoring all of the headers on their corners. Yeah, that's He had true. like three or four in like the last couple of games or something. It was like, he had like three or four of those like throughout the tournament. And it was like, oh, wow, this is what we're getting. That's amazing. And he hardly ever does it. But I mean, he's been good in a lot of other ways, though, I would say. No, no, no. he's been he's our best center back, I think, when he's fit. Yeah. Um, him and Godfrey would be ideal. But for some reason, we can't get them both healthy at the same time. Yeah, Godfrey's out uh, for a couple weeks now, right? Yeah, he had a hamstring issue, so. He's out for probably two or three weeks, but I don't think we'll rush him back either. Hmm. I don't know. But yeah, looking forward to that Newcastle game. That'll be fun. Yeah. Do we have any other hot takes on, on that game? Um, I don't think so. I'm just excited to see all of the Newcastle pieces, what 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 it looks like, because I haven't watched a full game, for instance, with Trippier and the team yet and stuff like that. And I'm hoping to at least be able to record this game and watch it. Here's a hot take do. for you. Okay. Deli Alley scores a goal on his debut. Do you think he's going to play? Um, I think it's possible, yeah. Um, wow. I mean, even if he just comes on. That that does actually sound very appropriate to me. For whatever reason, Deli yeah, Alley right. is like the kind of player who, yeah, I could totally see scoring a huge goal on his first appearance for a new team. That would and just be like nice. ev- whipping everyone into a frenzy. Oh man, God, that would be amazing. I would love that so much. I'm, I'm, I don't know. It's been hard, uh, to, like to get super excited for him just because I know he's like not been great the last like season or two. Um, but I mean, the talent's there. I just hope that it comes off. I hope he's still got it you know yeah i'm also excited to watch donny van de beek play a full game maybe <laughs> yeah i know god i could go on a tangent about manchester united and how they waste players away on the bench but yeah i'm not going to i'll spare you for that but it will be nice to see him actually play a game because everyone's going to be curious like is he good we don't know yet yeah i literally we don't know him, like what two or three seasons ago we just don't know if he's gonna be good in the league and he was we so good for ajax and then right. he gets bought by manchester united almost never plays you never really yeah. get a chance to see if he's any good which is ridiculous 
yeah. mean, why why haven't they tried? You know, they're playing Fred and McTominay, and obviously Bruno Pogba. I don't I don't know if Pog, I don't know how much Pogba has played, but it's not very much. Um, yeah, he's been like injured he's been, most of the season. He's been injured. He's like, I don't know. It's like, why haven't they just like tried it? It just what boggles a, my mind. What did y'all pay for Van de Beek? Do you remember? It's or is a loan. he, is he alone? Oh, he's alone. It's okay. alone. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Very Watch. Interesting. He's probably going to, he's probably going to do, it's going to be the same with Lingard. He's going to do well. I mean, I hope it's the same with Lingard and he comes in. He um, just shows how good he can be. Um, but then he might go just go straight back to United and do nothing, you know. Does uh does Everton have an option to buy? Do you know? I don't know. I don't remember. I would be interested to know that. Because I think yeah. that was West Ham's problem was that they didn't have an option to buy Lingard. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean they still could have sold him. No, but if you have an, if like for instance, you can have it in the contract where you have oh. the option to buy them and they have to take that offer, right? So like, oh, I see, I see. Maybe maybe there's like an option to buy Van de Beek at forty million or something, and oh, I see, like, I see. Then yeah. if you if you want to pay the money, you've got them basically, which yeah, would be nice. Yeah, it would be. Um, yeah, it would be. I, I I think he'll do well. I mean, we need some midfielders, so it. I don't think it'll take very much for him to to make his way into that team. If he doesn't make his way into that team, his he might be done in the Premier League. Yeah, he he's <laughs> you know? going he's going back somewhere else, probably to the Air Divisie yeah. or somewhere. Right, right. All right. Uh, anything else on the new te- Newcastle Everton topic? I don't think so. If you're able to watch that game, watch it. Yeah. Um, all right. So next thing, uh, whether we think the SS brothers or Rob or nobody will pass Wyatt. Um, this is also kind of a lot of predict predictions today. This is a very prediction oriented yeah. podcast. Um, uh, what do you think? I'll ask you that first. I think, I think two of those three will pass Wyatt at some point. Can you give me your, at this point in the season, you're projected top three in order. Ooh. Okay. In order, third place. I'm going to say. Don't be bashful. Man, it's very tough, honestly. Um, I'm going to say third place, Rob Griffith. Okay. Second place, Wyatt Keener. <laughs> love it first place me <laughs> he, he backs himself folks oh yeah baby gotta back yourself yeah and i feel really bad for keeping eli in fourth um but i it i almost put him in third i think he i think it's going to be him and rob battling it out for third yeah i just think Wyatt has has done so well he's pretty consistent i think he'll at least get first or second Okay, but I don't think you'll get first. Uh, here's my top three. All right, third, this will be third, great from like an outsider perspective. That doesn't third have place. Uh huh. Wyatt. Whoa, Wyatt. Second, second place, Evan Estes. First place, no Smeagol Golem, Rob Griffith. I think that's gonna no happen. No way. <laughs> oh my 
Oh, it would be amazing if Smeagol Golem won. I mean, who wouldn't love that? That's um, that's what all of the neutrals are clamoring for. <laughs> is it? <laughs> oh my god! Did Rob know you were going to say this? Is that why he wanted us to pod so much? Uh, yeah, he slipped me a couple of bucks earlier. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, I need to start taking money for yeah saying things on the pod. Sponsors, uh, you know, <laughs> over the table and under the table, we will take all sponsorships. Yeah. Um, well, that is exciting though. I'm excited to see how that top three. But out. I do think I do think that uh, me, Rob, and Eli, out of those three, at least two will surpass Wyatt at some point. But you know that could change. You know it's going to be a lot of shifting sands up there. So. Yeah, it really is. All right. Um, oh, this is one I'm really excited to talk about which is uh, yeah. newly transferred players that you have your eyes on. Yeah. Um, so we've let's maybe leave the Everton and Newcastle players out of it since we've spent a lot of time talking about them. Sure. Unless there's a Newcastle player we haven't talked about that you want to talk about. Um, um, I don't think so. I mean. But other, other players that you're interested in seeing now that they're um, either they've moved around or they're in the league now. Yep. Um, well, I can maybe talk about a couple that I have brought in recently. Okay. Um, and they're both on Aston Villa. <laughs> and that's Coutinho and Lucas Dean. Luca Dean. Um, Aston Villa are good. Both of those are good players. What else can you say? Yeah. I think that, and they have a pretty good run of fixtures coming up too. Um, so they have Leeds, Newcastle, Watford, Brighton, Southampton. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I mean, Brighton is not like a great fixture, but it's like not that bad. Yeah. You know? So that's pretty good. Um, yeah, I like both of those players. Um, those kind of go back a little bit farther in January. Um so not necessarily like the hot item right now, just because so many other new players have come in. Um, but from a fantasy perspective, I brought those in. Uh, hopefully they pay off for me. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited about both of them. Who do you have your eyes on? Um, well, before I, I mention that, I do want to mention it's kind of funny that Aston Villa are kind of. Are, they're such a funny team fantasy wise. Because all it seems like all of their players or the majority of their players are in that weird nether world of not being cheap but not being expensive. Yeah. Like like Luca Dean, for instance. Yeah. Very good player, but he's not he's not, you know, Cancelo or Trent Alexander right. Arnold expensive. Coutinho and I would put like Emmy Buendia in there as well. They're in the like six and a half, seven, seven, one midfielder range. Ollie right. Watkins is in like the seven, eight forward range. It's just so interesting right. how they're all in that same zone for their respective positions. Um, but the players that I'm interested in, by far and away, the number one player I'm most interested in. And if you watched oh. any of the Liverpool FA Cup game, then you will know uh, Luis Diaz is going to be so much fun to watch. Oh my goodness. And I'm I don't know if if Reed watched the game, but I'm sure he will back me up that 
Um, he just looks so exciting. Very strong, very fast, extremely like willing to run at people and try to dribble by them while also being good at kind of linking play. Uh, I, I mean, and to top it all off as if he needed anything else, uh, was playing with a short sleeve shirt with gloves, which is the all time best look you can have in oh yeah like soccer. I think um, yeah totally. So very excited about Luis Diaz at Liverpool. Yeah, me too. I mean that that's a good signing for them. It sucks because a lot of Everton supporters had been wanting him for a while <laughs> uh, for the last few seasons because um, we've been in desperate need of wingers. But he's a great player. Another Colombian. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I wonder how much he will actually play. Um, I hope that he gets some playing time, especially with Salah and Mane kind, kind of coming back and, and getting back into the Premier League again, hopefully getting rested because they need it. But yeah. Um, yeah, it would be nice to see him play, get some minutes. Um, yeah, because I've heard a lot about him. So I hope he, I hope he does well. Yeah. Obviously not too well, but I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't get a ton of playing time this season. But I yeah. I have I have the feeling that Liverpool are probably gonna lose one of either Mane or Salah. And like I don't think it's out of the question that they lose both of them. Honestly. I think Mane's probably gone. I think so too. And I, I think, think Salah a, will stay. I think there's a world in which Salah goes though. Like it's Where is he I, going? it's uh, you know, like your PSG or wherever, probably PSG. Um, but I think I, I'm not saying that it's likely I'm saying it's possible though. Yeah, it's um, possible. I think Mane is, I kind of think Mane is likely at this point. Yeah. I have a hard time believing they can keep both of them. Yeah. Cause they're um, both, they're both so like their prices would be so high and it would be so hard to like keep that much like potential cash in the same team, you know? Oh, and, and the fact that they bought Jota and Diaz, it, you kind of feel like they're getting ready to get rid of one of them. Like they're preparing yeah. for it. Yeah. I mean, they've know? been doing it for the past two seasons, right. With Jota and Minamino, right. they've been and like Minamino, looking yeah. for the people to like replace him. And I think, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Jota, Jota and Diaz, I think are two that will likely be able to slot in. And not be the same players, but you can have some continuity there. Um, but yeah, I think they'll probably lose Mane and then maybe lose Salah in like the next January transfer window or maybe the summer following. I, yeah. I, but I, maybe they resign him for a big contract. I don't know. That seems a little bit unlikely to me, but I don't know. He seems pretty happy there. Yeah. I mean, I would yeah. love that. I would, I would much prefer him to just stay at the same place. Um, yeah, you kind of than... like to see it. You like to see that, but yeah. I mean, I just don't know where, where he would go. Like, I don't know that – I wonder if he has, like, a dream club that he's always wanted to play for, you know? Um, I mean, I think it would be, like, the logical move if he left at this point would be PSG because PSG will probably lose Mbappe this summer. Where is and he going to go? I think Real Madrid is kind of the expectation. yeah. Yeah, because that's what they were—that's what they were pushing for last year, weren't they? Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's oh, yeah. one—that's one I'm really excited about. And then the other—the other ones are just um, the Kulisevsky 
Betancourt combo at Tottenham. Um, not because I've watched a ton of Juventus this past year, but more because I am always very excited to see uh, Italian players play because I feel like there are very, very few top-level Italian players in the Premier League, and it's always hard for me to judge like the quality of Serie A as a league because like almost every good Italian player plays in Syria, Syria and they don't like players don't move out of Italy very often. Um, and so I'm interested to see how not the best players in Syria by any stretch, but like really good players on one of the best teams in Syria do on a good premier league team like Tottenham. Yeah, that is, that is going to be very interesting to watch. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think they'll, I think they'll do. I mean, you got to think with Conte and uh, that other Italian guy, uh, Paratici or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you got to think that they kind of know what they're doing. Yeah, I would think so. So, yeah, I think, I mean, and they're not going to, they're not going to bring them in to not play them. Like, I think they're going to be kind of lenient on not lenient. I think they're going to be like kind of maybe even more biased on, playing them um because this is kind of like their first like like moves together you know transfers that they've done together like they're kind of like kind of setting the stage i think um yeah so i think that they're going to be itching to play them as much as possible um i think yeah it'll be exciting i've never really i've never really watched them so um it'll be interesting to see what happens i mean well who was the last one that kind of came from um oh giovanni lo celso um who's now you know, gone by the way interestingly now, oh is he he uh oh, yeah, he, Real. yeah i got loaned out i think yep so you kind of hope that that doesn't happen because that's what i thought like i thought oh he's gonna be like he's gonna be really good when he comes in and just kind of didn't do anything because he was so good at um was he at juventus juventus um uh, I can't. I think he was. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. So I, I kind of hope it's not another one of those flops. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, but at the same time, like Jao Cancelo came from Juventus, so it's like, you know, yeah, you get, yeah, maybe that's yeah, the thing. Maybe he didn't play. He didn't go to Tottenham Hotspur. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. And he was. And he is a defender, which is basically what the yeah. Italian leagues are known for. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see to see how they fit into that squad and to kind of see what Conte's building there too. Yeah, I, I was I, kind of he's making his mark. I think I'm I'm trying to remember back to this time last year, but there are more teams I'm excited about watching this year. I think just because there are more like new pieces at so many different teams, whether it be a coach with like yeah. a philosophy I'm interested in seeing, like Conte, who I feel like we haven't totally seen the kind of real. Yeah fruition of his especially since now son and kane are both healthy um yeah i just I, there are lots of teams i'm really excited to watch um and none of them are in the top three yeah man there's really not like a lot of teams that brought in a bunch of people um a lot of a lot of going outs going yeah lots out. of lots of loans lots of goings out yeah, because I don't think many European 
teams have the money to buy. So they're all loaning players, it seems like. Arsenal brought brought someone in from the Colorado Rapids. Really? Oh, yeah. wait, was that the, that's the, the goalkeeper, right? Name of Austin Trusty. <laughs> oh, no, they brought in a, they brought in. Um, was it the guy from West Brom? Turner. Lino Souza? No, Turner. Huh? The goalkeeper. He's the starting goalkeeper for the U.S. men's national team right now. Um, but I think they brought him in, or maybe they're going to bring him in. There's a big thing about that. Anyway. Oh, I don't know. Well, they, they immediately loaned Trusty right back to. Oh. Colorado. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Who knows what that is? Um, Yeah, I was looking. They didn't really bring anybody in. Didn't really do anything. Um, I'm just looking through. I don't know any of these people that Brighton brought in, but yeah, Veghorst at Burnley is going to be kind of interesting. Yeah, big target man. Um, yeah because now that chris wood's gone to newcastle which is also that i'm not very interested in at all no that's like the opposite of interesting to me what if but i am interested in just newcastle as a whole all of the people that they bought yeah especially karen trippier yeah what if i forgot about it what if chris wood in a new situation just becomes a totally different player good for him i guess i i don't know i he's kind of boring to me yeah, he's but maybe in. it's because he's been on Burnley. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Maybe it's been the system. That's maybe he'll holding be him back. Yeah, maybe he'll be more exciting with a with an Eddie Howe team instead Scint- of a Sean scintillating. Dyche. Team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of yeah. Eddie Howe teams, I don't know if they're planning or if they planning. Um, surely they're planning. Uh, I don't know if they are going to be promoted, but um, I watched a tiny bit of the Bournemouth. Uh, FA Cup game that they lost to Borum Wood. Um, oh yeah, and even though they played badly, I'm still kind of excited about watching Bournemouth in the Premier League again. I think they could be really fun to watch. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, nice. Just throwing that yeah, out there. We well, Everton played Borum Wood now in the FA Cup. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, we played yeah, the we really, played the winner really making, of, of the... making things easy on you. I know. Speaking of the FA Cup. How about it? It's been crazy. It's uh, I guess we'll I, if we don't have any more questions, we can end on the FA Cup yeah. because yeah, it's exciting this season. Lots of good, um, lots of good games this past round. Um, we'll see how. Well, hopefully there will be some more upsets this next round, um, and hopefully it's not Everton. Uh, yeah, because we had this past week we had United losing to Middlesbrough. In yeah, a PK that was great. Shootout. Yeah. Love great. that. Happy to see that. Yeah. Um, also, maybe Jaden Sancho starting to kind of play yeah. well a little bit, interestingly. Yes. I'm excited for that. I want Jaden Sancho yeah. to do well. Yeah, um, I want him to do well too. Because I loved watching him at Dortmund so much. Um, yeah. Uh, so, United lost. Um, Nottingham Forest beat Leicester. They smacked Leicester. 4 1, yeah. I believe. Um, yeah, geez. Uh, also, Nottingham Forest has one of the all time great badges. Their logo is incredible. Um, listener, yeah. if, you, if you've never it's seen a it, classic. look it up. It's a classic yeah. badge. Um, and then West Ham also, uh, they almost lost to Kidderminster, <laughs> yeah. who was a non league oh team. <laughs> that was it. I, that, 
watching those highlights, I knew they lost 2-1, but I didn't know how the game went. So I just watched the highlights. I was like, I just want to see what happened. I was like shocked yeah. that it took that twice. Totally. I was so frustrated. I was honestly pissed. Yeah. <laughs> I was pissed that they got away with that. Oh, man. Yeah, because Kidderminster <sighs> scored in like the in like, like the, the 30th fifth, minute. Yeah, around there. And I think then, it was in the first half, man. They were up one no, one nil for most of the game, and then Declan Rice yeah. scored at the end, and then um, Jared Bowen scored at the end as well. Brutal. Yeah. And the, and the, the Jared Bowen fans one. fans were just like, West Ham fans were going crazy. Like, come on. I think the Jared Don't Bowen just, one, wasn't it an extra time, like right before it was going to go to penalties? Yes. Oh. Yeah, it was in the extra time in stoppage time. Gosh. Yeah, if, uh, it, was, it was right about to go to penalties, and they. Oh. If you haven't watched that one, listener, go and go and watch the highlights. Um, if you don't mind getting frustrated, Norwich beat Wolves. I would consider that a little bit of an upset, I guess. That is kind of um, interesting. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Um, were there anything else? I think that was it. And then Borumwood, Bournemouth. Yeah. Yeah. Which Bournemouth um, is like a? I think they're like a. Like a fourth or fifth tier there. team, they're pretty low. Right, they got to be down there. Yeah, it's not as um, not as as low as Kidderminster because Kidderminster's non-league. But and un- unfortunately, there's like no, there's like no good like big names up against each other to like knock each other out. Mm. So this, I mean, this past round might have been like the best round is what I'm kind of thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe this next round is all of the big teams win and move on and then. Then we're kind of done with the FA Cup magic, I think. Um, Although, Evan, and you may hate me for saying this, if there was ever Everton a team, I was going to say, oh, if it's ever a team oh, yes. that Bournemouth was going to beat, oh, God. Be it's going to be, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Like, although I could see Stoke maybe beating Crystal Palace. Like, that's not oh, really that not much a- of an upset, though. I mean, Stokes in the championship. They're like so an entire like, league apart. Like they're both mid mid table of their respective leagues. Yeah, it's I not guess, that big of an upset. But like yeah. you would be. I mean, if you were Crystal Palace, you'd be upset that you lost to them. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I would. And yeah, I mean, Nottingham Forest and Huddersfield play against each other. So like one of them are moving forward, which is great. That's exciting. Uh, I hope it's Nottingham Forest. Me for too. Sure. Um, but yeah, I don't see too many more upsets. Potentially Everton, Southampton, West Ham, but that's nothing. Yeah, Middlesbrough could beat Tottenham. Definitely, I guess it kind of. I I think I think also this last round was probably the the last time that the big clubs were putting out um, weaker sides. I think that moving forward they're going to put out their strongest side possible. Um, yeah. So yeah. I don't know. It's it'll be exciting to watch. I think when uh, the next FA Cup games are, um, when are they? I think they're in March. Yeah, the first first. I guess it's the first weekend in March, and they're all at the same time on March second. Well, that's exciting. Unless those get changed around, but that should be exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Something Soccer's else back, to, baby. Something else to look forward to in our forward-looking episode. I know soccer is back. It feels good. Wow. I'm so I feel so much happier right now. Yeah, I'm like, excited to watch, to watch soccer, some on the soccer this week. Oh yeah, man! Ooh. 
All right. Uh, anything else we wanted to go over, Evan? Or I think we've covered everything that was on our list. I don't. I don't think so. I'm gonna go eat some dinner. Cool. Well, it's been good talking with you. Um, and listeners, we will talk to you again uh, at some point soon. And hopefully in the not too distant future. Totally. All right. Bye. Bye.